Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Chirpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. We're going to do something a little bit different at the start this week. We're going to jump back into the conversation. Let's join Kelly, Newt, Baba Richard, and Sri Namaste as they talk about parenting magically. Let's listen. I want to ask uh, sort of an open-ended question and leave it to you guys. Um, What was your favorite thing about bringing up a a child, whichever of your children uh, for for you guys, um, uh, bringing up a child in a non-traditional spiritual practice? Um, I think my favorite thing was just the understanding that they had power-ups and advantages that their peers often didn't. In a society like we have where being agnostic or atheist or having no connection with spirit is kind of like either the norm or at least celebrated, like, oh, good good for you. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, cool. You run your 200 meters within the power of that. And our son will run his 200 meters in the power of this. <laughs> we'll see who's faster. <laughs> or you substitute 200 meters for an algebra test or a history exam mm-hmm. or whatever it is that they happen to be doing. All of the power-ups that we give them from a spiritual standpoint help them in so many different dimensions. Whereas, you know, if you're running through and you're just going to go through on the, on the bowl of Cheerios you had this morning, good for you. Uh, we don't yeah. roll like that. So, <laughs> and your mileage will definitely vary, and, and it'll probably be less than ours. Oh, my goodness. I think my favorite part was knowing the plethora of things that they would not have to unlearn. Mm. 
Yeah. As Newt was talking about, you know, seeing a distinction between them and source or God or whatever you want to call the all, that our children would never perceive there as being a distinction or separation at all, that it would just be where we had to come back into that knowledge. Um, we had to remember it. They did it to them. It is literally as normal and natural as breathing. And so it's something that can never be taken from them. It just gets better and better and more expansive, but it's not something that they have to try to, well, first I have to un, I have to forget these things to try to learn these things. And so mm-hmm. there was just, a, there's just a, a freedom there. It's like raising a child. If you were raised poor and then you become wealthy and your children are raised wealthy, you know, they never know what that even feels mm-hmm. like to not have something. Mm-hmm. And so it was raising them with this treasure trove of spiritual uh, greatness and and treasures and and that was incredibly and it's still it's still even with them being adults it's still incredibly pleasurable for me to just observe them I'm like oh my gosh that is so cool I remember mm-hmm. when I got that and they just have it you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah I'm trying to think it's an interesting question because I've never thought of it in that way mm. and we also we also live we're a school free family. That kind of made it easy, too, because the mm-hmm, only kids mm-hmm. that we were around were other people, other families who had made these cho- similar choices for whatever their own reasons were. But all of our kids were and are self-owned. Mm-hmm. They're free. And I think it comes to that. The reason that I practice my tradition, the reason that our family lives this tradition is not for the tradition's sake. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm sorry, Baba, but it's not like the, the Nubian Kemite legacy. I'm so in love with it that we have to practice it. That's not why. Mm-hmm. We live this way. We live this way for our liberation. Mm-hmm. It's the liberation is the goal. It's, the, it's this firmament. It's, it's the goal we must hit every day, mm-hmm. every second of every day. And mm-hmm. our, my child is free. Mm-hmm. That's, he's free. He's always been free. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so interesting to me as you guys are talking, because, you know, while I went to a lot of Christian churches growing up, my mother was hardcore New Age and not at all Christian. She didn't do church at all. But, you know, I went to all these youth groups. So that's where I got that. And my grandmother was Presbyterian and, you know, big into church camp and stuff. I'm realizing that, you know, what you guys are talking about is like, yeah, I got those things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, because my mom, I mean, we were doing self-hypnosis at the age right. of 10 and tarot cards at 12. And, yes. you know, every, I was Seth and Ram Das and Abraham mm-hmm. Hicks and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. JC Knight and, you know, all of these, these new agers that were out there and, you know, Wayne Dyer and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. oh, love Wayne Dyer. And, you know, because we were military, we moved every year or two. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so Newt, your, your statement about being free, that this, the school system is really designed to make you sheep, right? Yes. You know, yes. followers. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the gift of being military and moving all the time is that I never fit into the system long enough uh-huh. to become that follower. You know, mm-hmm. I was very no, good. Mm-hmm. I was very good at playing the system. Yes. <laughs> I was very good at being the good student and the brown noser because mm-hmm. that's meant I got to do whatever I wanted. Right. right. <laughs> you know, I, I, I gamed the system really right. well. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I didn't care about being popular. I could do whatever the hell I wanted. Right. right. Because the kids didn't appreciate 
appreciate it. But the, the, the teachers, you could get away with murder, man. <laughs> and, um, you know, yeah, it was, it, it, it's very freeing to be sort of outside of the system looking in mm-hmm. because you get to see it from a very different perspective. And yeah. I think that that was sort of the beginning of the shamanic mindset Right. that I, I eventually ended up in shamanism through a variety of paths. But, you know, it's that there's a very strong uh-huh. foundation of yes. feeling like you have a connection to the all. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that through that connection, you are able to be okay no uh-huh. matter what. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And and I had a huge amount of emotional crap from my childhood as well that I, I needed to get over. But somehow underneath all of it was this sense that I was connected to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the all that is. And that mm-hmm. so as much as I might think, well, I suck and I'm not good enough and nobody loves me and da, 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 I and somewhere underneath, I was like, yeah, but it's OK, because I'm part of spirit. You know, I'm, I'm all angsty up here and underneath right. there's like, ah, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. Yes. you know, <laughs> it's so important. And it's not just I'm part of it and like some out in Alpha Centauri somewhere, but no, my guides, my ancestors, my people got me. They right yeah. here. They right here. They got my back right here. Yeah. Nearer than my neck vein, closer than my hands and feet. They right here. <laughs> Having that just makes you different. You know, mm-hmm. it, it makes you secure in a, in a room full, in a world full of people who are just Not. sold in security like it's a new fashion. You know? uh, <laughs> that's yeah. such a beautiful way of saying it. Yes, that's totally true. And it's true. I mean, we are sold in security every single day through marketing because that's how they make us buy things. Mm-hmm. Here, let me make you feel insecure so you'll buy my product to fix it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a brilliant uh, observation there. When I invited you guys onto the, onto the show, because <laughs> you guys were both like, what? <laughs> I, I know that when I said I wanted you to talk about parenting magically, I, I know that there were some preconceived notions about what we were going to be talking about. And so I want to, I want to just ask you what you thought you were going to talk about today. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't get into what I, I knew what I was going to talk about. (laughs) It's not what I think I'm going to talk about. I'm a free being. I know what I'm going to talk about. (laughs) I mean, really, and it's what we did. I, it's magical. Okay, sure. I don't, we won't really call it that a a lot around here, but sure. Yeah, we've done that. We've done some of that. Uh, We use the term alchemy more, but yeah, it's what, (laughs) it's, it's what we have been, because Honestly, as a parent, as the kind of mother I am, moot in our tongue, you asked me to talk about being a parent and about my child. That's all I hear. As a parent, all the rest of those adjectives go out the window. You gave me an opportunity to talk about the magnificence that is my beautiful, now grown king, Tatanka Atanleku Sanud. Hey, that's what I was going to talk about. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm a parent. So you said all the rest of it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We're pagans and heathens too. Sure. <laughs> we could talk about that too. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, with us, initially it was like, okay, well, we always like to hit, we consider words a containers for meaning. And what was most important is that I understand, like, when 
you say, you pagan. know, pagan, what do you mean by that? You know? right, and then right. based on that, then I would decide whether or not it would fit in our wheelhouse and whether we would have, you know, have fun having a discussion. But because it's you, it's like, <laughs> I know it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of laughter. We're just going to have, you know, just the you know, wonderful reunion for whatever we're talking about. So you could have asked us, do you want to talk about the, I don't know, some historical, you know, let's talk about Gettysburg or whatever. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be interesting. <laughs> we should, can we play magic with that? Yeah. That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> you can add some alchemy. Right. Alchemy. Sure we can. Yeah, we can bring all that uh, stuff in, which we probably are going to end up doing that anyway. So. Right. I think what I thought most about was that um, I'm always thinking about what the audience might be concerned about <laughs> and the things that I know that I, we've heard from people in our audience, you know, which is interestingly enough, um, for the most part, we were avoiding talking about parenting because we were done. I mean, you know, we're still parents, but our children are adults. And so we're like, well, let the people who have younger kids talk about that. And then we were pulled back into it because it was like, well, no, because the people who actually have the ability to speak to it with some wisdom are those who have already raised children, already not people who it, are right. right in the middle of the experience. Right. So, you know, we've been getting, we get a lot of questions about that. And the biggest question is, how do you keep your, how do you instill in your children that inner true north? Mm -hmm. If it's not instilled from a religious perspective, you know, our answer to that has always been that you give them the true north by giving them back to themselves. In other words, allowing your children and making sure that they understand that fundamentally they belong to, they have a relationship with source, mm -hmm. you know, and they are a part of source in human form. That's how we talk to our children about it. You know, yeah. you are a slice of divinity having a human experience. And so when they can come back at, and then the only thing we're offering to them is ways to connect with that, ways to understand it, ways to make it practical and applicable for where they are in life. And so then they always have almost like a container like Maya Angelou said, an aspect of them that is inviolate inside of them that cannot be touched by anything. And that was the most important thing that we could offer to our children. And mm -hmm. it's something that I think sometimes when people are raising their children magically or mystically, they can lean back just a little too much, you know, and not offer to them the things that would give them that. Because if you leave a vacancy, then it's going to be filled by something, by something, yeah. you know? And mm -hmm. so what's really important to us that our children feel like they had an inner compass that they could rely upon and that the compass wasn't even us, you know, but it was in them. Um, and that's the biggest question that we see people asking or get being concerned about when they're raising children outside of those big three is how do I give them that stability mm -hmm. and, they get that stability from their source, whatever that is. Right. Yeah. Newt, you said something earlier that, that just sort of triggered something in me, which is, you know, I'm free. Mm -hmm. I realize that one of my primary values in life has been freedom. And I think that, and you guys, you know, hop in and, and tell me your thoughts because you guys are all uh, elders in your own traditions at this point. I think that the people that I see coming through these 
spaces, regardless of what tradition they're following or whether they're making their own path or whatever. Most of what I see is people looking for their own freedom, mm-hmm. that they're seeking their own ability to uh, be self-determinant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that this path often really appeals to those because it is, it's harder in a lot of ways (laughs) Mm -hmm. because you do have to make decisions and you do have to choose for yourself Mm -hmm. and you do have to deal with the consequences of your choices. And, you know, there's Mm -hmm. nobody telling you what to do and, you know, and, and even if they do, you're probably not going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) That was was another conversation that Brian and I had last night Mm -hmm. as we were sitting around the fire, Brian's an Ocha uh, elder in the area. And, uh, and yeah, we were talking about the fact that, yeah, you tell them all the time, this is how not to hurt yourself and they mm-hmm. go and do it anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <They're saying>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all right. You know, if you need to put your hand on the, on the burner to determine that it's hot, that's okay. But you, you didn't have to have that pain, you know, right. exactly. but, uh, those, those are the exactly. people you just, you just bring aloe around them for that. You know, that's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's one of the laws of initiation. When we're leading initiates on a path, and I'm talking true initiation, not the Hollywood stuff. Yeah. You know that the moment, just by mentioning a thing, you brought it into that initiate's path, just by mentioning mm-hmm. it. So if I say, you know, there's alligators or hot coals or whatever the heck, I know that I've just brought, they're going to have to deal with that in the past. So as, as the guide, as the mentor, it's my job to have all of the remedies for all those eventualities in my backpack, you know, just mm-hmm. have it there. Because I know <laughs> just my, my job is to, our job and as, as parents too, is to mm-hmm. actually introduce them to all of the scary mm-hmm. things and to teach them not just that, oh yeah, it hurts. Yes, the stove is hot and this is what burning feels like, but also, oh, this is what healing and burn feels like. This mm-hmm. is how I know how to do that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's yeah. profound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things that we've noted is that in all of this in magic this magical stuff that we make our lives out of, and that whole idea, the concept of being free is that eventually, hopefully, you get to the place where you understand that you are both you know, you have both the you have you creating the walls and you also are creating the door in the wall so wherever you find those those places where you are saying well you know i feel constricted or i feel it's it's like you you're creating that as a co-creator you're creating these situations under which you find yourself at odds with the other whoever that other happens to be Mm -hmm. you know that is entirely within the confines of your own skull so i think the greatest gift that we give to our children is the recognition that in order for you to not be free, you it has to have you have to have an agreement mm. in place mm-hmm. that someone else is going to be your jailer. Mm. You know? and so it's and so <laughs> like if you don't have if you don't ever get to the point of acknowledging that, it's like no, it's like okay, well, whatever those rules are, they apply to somebody and they work for a great many people. Yeah, and I think having a lot of kids has been kind of interesting because they're all so different. So Mm -hmm. we can look at the ones who listen and the ones who do something different. And it's almost Mm -hmm. like we have our own little control sample 
Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a little healthy distribution there, right? <laughs> Because, I mean, they're, they're all grown now, so we not we don't control what they, you know, I mean, even when they were younger, we didn't control what they did, but we can see, like, the ones who go, they go more in the direction of, I have absolute freedom, and then the ones who, for whatever reason, decided to begin to pick up some of the more, you know, muggle way of doing the world, and we're like, hmm, how's that working? Mm-hmm. You know, and then, yeah. well, I don't like it. I'm like, right. What do you want to do about that? You know, <laughs> are you asking me a question? Because, you know, one of our rules is if I can offer you whatever, but you must ask. Mm-hmm. We tell them that magically, too. You have to ask the question, you know. So it's like, are yeah. you asking me something or are you just making a statement? Because if you're making a statement, mom is just going to sit here and nod my head and be like, mm, baby, mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be fine. Right. You know, <laughs> and that's all you're going to get, you know. And so yeah. it's, it's really fascinating to watch them navigate that and experience it for themselves. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been a great conversation, guys. I really appreciate you coming out. I just want to give uh, you guys a chance to to tell people what you do, because you guys are doing some amazing work in the world. I'm going to start with Newt and let, let you uh, talk about orgasmic living. Orgasmic living is the portal for everything that I do. (laughs) Orgasmic living is my life philosophy. It is the baseline of what I teach. It's the English, it's the way I can translate the spirit of the tradition that I'm blessed to teach, Shetimer, which literally translates to knowing love. But knowing love, I mean that in living orgasmically, practicing living Mm -hmm. an orgasmic life. If we can live orgasmically in every aspect of our lives, if we can bring the level of ecstasy, that ecstatic communion with truth, with absolute knowing and divinity, that's how I define orgasm. If we can bring that into every aspect of our lives, then we truly do know the power of the truth that we call, that we recognize by the word love. Mm. And so through that portal, I offer life mastery initiation and mentoring. I offer leadership and liberation training. Specifically, we have a group called Sanctuary that is specifically for African warrior women, and it is a leadership incubator. It's leadership and liberation incubator for for us. And there's a program that I'm really, really excited, and it's close to my heart. We created a residency a scholarship and residency program with that for African women survivors of domestic violence because it's a big issue. <laughs> it's a yeah. huge, and it's a hugely underserved community for a myriad of reasons that I won't get into. You can guess them. A quick Google search will give you most of them. And so we we launched that as well and we're inviting people from everywhere to become to help us sponsor as many women as we can through the leadership program so that we can help them rebuild their lives and retake their missions. One of the biggest tragedies, I think, in situations like this is that when people get taken out, we were talking about what it means to be free. Well, what happens when, for whatever reason, that freedom is taken away violently, abruptly, and you have a memory of that freedom. You have a memory of, I had a vision, I had a purpose, I had, I knew what I was here to do, and this one wrong relationship just killed all that. What are you supposed to do? Go and, you know, live the muggle life, <laughs> as has been said here, or 
do you reclaim that and how do you reclaim that? Yeah. I know that it's with a great deal of support and that's what I'm most excited about providing is the support for that. So everybody come over, become a sponsor. Y'all have the links. I'm sure they'll be posted somewhere. <laughs> yep, we'll, we'll post them in the show notes. And you're located where again? I'm based in Tucson, but right now I am located in uh, California. Yeah, just so the people who want to work in person know. It doesn't matter. You don't have to get on a plane anyway. Work with me. You don't know where on the planet you're going to wind up. Because <laughs> you may be anywhere. I understand. We've already heard four different locations for you just in this podcast. <laughs> That's why I asked. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> so Richard and Namaste. Okay. So we are, you can find us at richardandnamaste.com or infinitecouple.com. We are the founders of what we call the Infinite Being Lifestyle. It is a life way of bringing your infinite nature into your practical human or what I like to call Terran existence. Mm-hmm. Our foundation is based on spirit and partnership. We are here fundamentally to return the partnership piece to humanity. That's why we came to be. That's what our the foundations of our work is. And from that divine partnership, you can heal your relationship with your core, your kind, your complement, your creator, create the business of your dreams, parent the way you want, have generational wealth and greatness. So we do that through the School of Alchemy which is at schoolofalchemy.love. It is a digital space where we have mystical, magical teachings. We have life teachings as well as business teachings in our membership site. And then we also offer what we call polarity teachings. I teach on femininity in the Sanctum of Feminine Transformation. The acronym is SOFT. Um, That's my big baby for women. It's been around now for almost a decade. We have women in that space from all over the world, from uh, the youngest member is 19 and the oldest is 72, I believe, all learning how to engage with their feminine and to, through their feminine, create businesses, health, well-being, parent, partnership, all of it. And then Baba Richard has a program for men as well that is structured very differently because men need different things. (laughs) (laughs) My program is very big and diverse and we talk a lot and there's a lot of, there's retreats and everything. His thing is for masculine men. So it's very different. (laughs) Men tend to treat things like that very differently in that we treat it more like, like when we go to Home Depot or, or Lowe's. It's like, I have an issue. I have a question. I want an answer. And once I get that answer, then I'll take that and I'll go and I'll work back on what I'm working on, which is my life relationship, my connection with source, et cetera. And so it's done very differently. So mine is more of um, where they have access to me. Folks that are in the program have access to me through Voxer and they can ask whatever they want. And I can give them the benefit of my wisdom, insight, channeled messages, et cetera. And, um, and that's how that goes. Yeah, and it's called The King's Code. Yeah. I yeah. forgot to say the name of the program for survivors. I'm sorry. This whole yeah. code has got my brain gone. It's no Sanctuary for Survivors. You there can, you go. Uh, Google that. There's a Facebook page. There's all of that. Yeah, you guys uh, made a reference um, to uh, Divine Partnership. Yes. And yes. I've told the story 
on the podcast before about the ritual that I did with four other women back in 2010 to open the Divine Union Temple. Mm. And, you know, we did this huge ritual to open the the temple and we held it open for 18 months. Mm. And I used the American flag that was given to me from my mother's passing Mm. um, that I had never opened before the ritual. I took it straight out of the box from the Veterans Administration as the altar cloth for that working to connect it into the U.S. Wow. Wow. And last night I burned that altar cloth. Wow. Wow. To release the last Mm. of that energy. Wow. And so I find it really interesting that we're having this conversation today. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's synchronous. Very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> very. We need to talk. Clearly, about we that. need to talk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's there's some stuff brewing that you that I'm going to talk to you guys about. We'll see see if you want to be be part of it. So I, I think this has been a rich and, and really lovely conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes. I want to thank you guys for being here with us. This has been awesome. Thank, thank you. you for thank having you us. for having us. Yeah. yeah, it really has been fantastic. And I, I got to tell you, I'm really looking forward to the Gettysburg episode. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh, but one of my students has a whole thing about that. One of my students has a whole thing about Gettysburg and not just all the areas. There's this whole thing she does from the Great Dismal Swamp area down to Gettysburg. And yeah, there's a lot of mystical tradition there. There you go. See? <laughs> Wrapped it in. Here we go. We're starting. Starting already. Starting already. Yes. Starting already. All right. Well, as Kelly said, this has been fantastic. Thank you. Thank you all so much for joining us. Packed Room has been well worth it. And mm. and very very enjoyable. And uh, the three of you are encouraged to join Spirit Sherpa Podcast After Party on Facebook if you haven't already. I think you guys all have actually. So if you guys have questions, they're in the podcast after party. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm there. The community is growing. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, folks, that is all that we have time for this week, but be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C., here with Kelly Sparta, Newt, Baba Richard, and Sri Namaste, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs> Kelly, you'll have to text me this after-party thing. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit Sherpa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Production. And my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since 
you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.